These were the ones that lit the beacons when other folk hid in cellars and down wells. They smeared offal on their chests and waited at the citadel with their bearded hounds for the Scots. They had pictish hearts that allied with an enemy for the sake of avoiding slaughter, but never forgot the original blood of their tribe. Where does history end? we were once asked at school. You may as well ask where true north begins. The father, Geordie Slesser, went about town like the next in line for the throne, beating the Duke of Edinburgh every year at the local horse-driving trials with a trapped team of Heltondale fells reared from his own entires. He was gristle right through to the bone. The brothers were fighters too, the three of them, and they all had the same eyes as Manda, got from their gypsy mam, healthy blue, polished up to a high gleam and set against bad skin. Manda was the sole daughter, and she had her own tough clave quality that went beyond family. Past the notoriety, I knew nothing of the Slessers. When I went to the secondary school, all I had to go by was common judgment, and the air rucking up at the sound of their name. I was late for catching my bus home when I first came across Manda's group. The last bell had cleared the yard, except for a ring of girls by the playground wall. Hair short and stiff, skirts high on their thighs. They'd got Donna Tweddle alone. For whatever reason, she'd offended them. Brains? Looks? A boy? Manda was holding her by the throat and Donna drooped like rabbit skin, like carrion. Her jaw was working up and down as she cussed. Manda knew her way round language I'd only heard outside the bookies or on building sites. Things I'd only heard grown men say before. You're a latchful little bint, she told the girl in a grip, aren't you? Her face wasn't pretty and smiling the way lads like girls' faces to be. Manda had her good features, those clear fire dog eyes among them, and a heavy chest at fifteen, but that wasn't it. What she was doing suited her, and she was lit up. The way someone plain looks better when they sing when suddenly it seems they are bright colours under a dull wing. The girl was strung up against the pebble dash. Then Manda delivered a slap to her face. She waited until Donna began to cry, and at that point the viciousness left her. She scratched a place under her chin, letting go the girl's neck as she did so, as if she'd lost interest in finishing the lass off. Until that point she'd been full of glister. The girls in the group laughed and their attention turned. Manda Slessor saw me looking. I knew I shouldn't be, but I couldn't help it. I couldn't help thinking how bright she seemed. Her eyes curtsied quickly up and down, taking me in, a head-to-toe looking less than a second that said she didn't particularly like what she saw, but it was no offence to her. Her eyes were dark petrol blue, oily and volatile, ready to flare up and burn again, but they didn't ignite. She picked her canvas tote up off the ground and walked right past me.